Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Yanki Carmel. Mesechus Yevamus has been dedicated by Mati and Hadassah Jacobowitz, Lezecher Nishmas Yaakov Zev ben Repesach Yosef. We're starting the shir on Yevamus Samach Hey Amen Aleph. The Gemara is continuing the discussion if Chazakis are two or three. We had a Machlekes Rebbe and a Shimon ben Gamliel. The Gemara came out, Lamaskana, that for Nesuin and Malkios, we go like Rebbe, that Chazaka is two, and for Vestas and Jeremuid, Kirev and Shimon ben Gamliel, that Chazaka is a three. What does it mean, Vestas and Jeremuid? So the Gemara on the top of the Yomad says that Aisha is Kirveya Vest only after she sees on the same day three times. And it's Negea, Rashi explains, for Tumalama Freya, a regular lady that touches Tumor and then subsequently has a Ria. So we're worried that she really had the dam at an earlier time and she didn't notice it. But if for three times she's seen on a specific day, the marshal she sees on the third day of the month, it's the third time she did it already, so we assume that it happened on the third day and not earlier. And Sharamud, the Gemara explains, is for the din of paying Ezek Shalem. They only pay Ezek Shalem, and it's also Negea paying Me'aliyah, those dinam all come when you become a Sharamuid, which is after three Nikichas. Now, the Achrenim Claire, a famous Chakira in the estate of Chazakas. Kipshuta, you understand Chazakas, that when someone does something or something happens one time, then we don't have any raya that this is the tendency of the person or of the Shar, the Marshal Ashar. If a Shar is Negeach one time, we do not know that the tendency of this shar is to be a negeach. We don't know that it's a hugzignachin. We don't know that it's a wild shar. Maybe one time it was a mikra. It was a one-time thing that it was in a bad mood and it was negeach something, somebody. However, if it does it a second time, so then we have a machlekes. Rabbi says that if it did it a second time, it's a raya, that it's a nachin, that it's a wild shar. And if Shungamuel says two is not a raya, but by three, then even Rabbi Shingam Leel agrees that three is Hugzik Nachin, and we know that you're a wild animal. That's the simple understanding of a Chazaka. Chazaka is proving to us the tendencies of the Shah. However, there's also another Tzad in the Achreinim, and that is that the Chazaka of a Shah is not proving to us, it's not a Hichacha on what type of Shah we have B'fanenu. Rather, what you're doing is, a Chazaka is building up a regilus in this animal, that this animal has a tendency to be nagach. That since it did it one time, and a second time, and a third time, now it became the nature of this animal, that this animal is an animal that goes around being nagach. It built up into it, this is its nature. And there's a tremendous nafkamina between the two stadim. Because if you learn kipshutai, that it's a proof to us what type of animal we're dealing with, then obviously the chazaka would go lamafreya. Because since it did it three times, we see that this animal is not a regular animal. Rather, it's a wild animal. Wild animals are nakhanim. So this proves to us that it was always a nakhan. Even the first time that it did it, now we know, now that we see it doing it three times, we know that it was a nakhan even the first time. However, if you're building up the tendency, then obviously you only become a hoxik nakhan from the third time and on. Because only by doing it three times, you developed a nature to want to be Negeach. Now it's important to point out that the first sad is a true sad. That first sad, that by doing it three times is a proof. It's a haychacha 
that the tendency is such as he did it three times, that's obviously true because we find in Gemara before if three brothers died, Machmas Mila, so we say it's a Chazaka and you don't have to be mal the fourth one. Now, in that case, obviously, you're not building up a tendency. This child was just born. He doesn't have a tendency. You can't say that by doing it once and twice and a third time. Now, you built up. The nature is such. Can't be. That only passes when you're only dealing with one thing. If you have a Shar or you have a Isha, by vest, we could say if it did it three times, oh, it built into it its nature to be Negeach or to see on hay of the month. By doing it three times, it became its nature. But by three brothers that are Meis Machmas Mila, then obviously there's no issue of building up a Regilus in the fourth brother. And obviously the whole Indian of Chazak over there is nothing more than a proof that this is the tendency of the family. That we have a proof that this family is Meis Machmas Mila, and therefore there's no Mila on the fourth brother. The whole Claire of the Achreinim is just by vest of an Isha or Negichus of a Sharmuid, how does that Chazaka work? Is that Chazaka the regular Chazaka that's a Hechacha of what type of Isha and what type of Shah you are? Or is an Indian of Regilus going on? Now, the tour in our Rechaim, Semikuf Yudalad, he's dealing with the Shailah of someone that davened and is not sure if he said Mashaburuach or not. So on that, the tour brings down that the Allah is as follows. If you already had 30 days of three tefillahs. So you already dive in 90 tefillahs of Mashavaruach, Then you have a right to assume that you dive in with your hergel, with what you're used to. And since you're used to saying Mashavaruach, you have a right to assume that you said Mashavaruach. However, if it's before 30 days, therefore you did not dive in 90 tefillahs. Therefore you have to assume that you went with your regilos, which is not to say Mashavaruach, and you have to dive in over. That's the... Straightforward halacha. Then the Torah brings down a very important machlekes. He brings down that the Marambi Rambruk says that you don't have to dafka wait 30 days and say that, oh, I did it 90 times because I did it three times a day for 30 days. If you want, the Marambi Rambruk says, you could say it 90 times in one day. And 90 times in one day would also build up a regilus that you're used to saying mashavaruach. And then you could rely on your hergel that you probably said mashavaruach. And if you don't know what you said, you do not have to daven over. And the Marama Ramberg brings a raya, because we know that by Ashur Amuud, the Gemara says in Babakamo Davchav Dalit, that just like if we chayk nigi chaysov, you become a muud, that if an animal is negech on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, you become Ashur Amuud, the Gemara says, Kolsh gain, if you did it three times in one day, then it becomes a muud. So you see from muud that if you do something three times right away, that's better at building up a chazaka than three times in different days. So, so too over here, 90 times in one day would be better at building up a chazaka than three times a day for 30 days. Therefore, the Maram Rambrick says, you could build up the hergel by doing it 90 times in one day. However, the Torah brings down that Rabbeinu Peretz argues. Rabbeinu Peretz says, you don't have a raya from Shur, because over here we have to build up a hergel. Now, it's not 100% clear in Rabbeinu Peretz what exactly is his taina. He says that over here we have to build up a hergel. So how could you bring a raya from Shur? So it sounds like from his lotion that he means to say is that by Shur we're not building up a hergel. And this is how the stipler in Nido Semen Samachvav, it's also in Baba Kama, Semen Chavtes, he says this is the machlaikis 
the Maram, Mirambberg, and Rebbeinu Peretz. They're arguing in the Chakira we mentioned previously, is the Chazaka of Shramuid a Haychacha, what type of animal you are, or you're building up the nature of the animal. By doing it three times, we see that this animal built up, that its nature is to be Negeach. So the Maramarambberg held that since every Shar, the Indian is building up a Regilus, so if you see from Shar that we say, Richeik Nigi Chaisov, so Kirov Nigi Chaisov like Kolshkein, that you for sure could build up a Regilus by doing it three times in one day, so so too over here, where for sure, by the Indian of Mashavaruach, there's no question, the whole issue is to build up the Hergel, to build up the nature of the person that his tongue automatically says Mashavaruach, even if he's not fully concentrating. So to build up Hargul, the Maram Ramberg says, I have a raya that building up Hargul is easier in one day than in a few days. Therefore, 90 times in a day works. On that, Rabbi Peretz argues. Rabbi Peretz says, you have no right to bring a raya from Sharmuid, which is an issue of Heichacha, proving to us that this animal is a wild animal. But we have no raya to the issue of building up a Hargul. If we're trying to build up that this animal's nature became such, we have no raya how that works, because that's not the Indian of three times to become a Sharmuid. So we have no raya, Lagabi Mashavaruach, that 90 times in a day would work. Now, that's the Pshan of the Stipler. However, the Beis Yosef brings down from the Abu Dharam that he learns that everyone agrees that the issue of Sharmuid is to build up a Regilus. The entire taina of Rabbeinu Peretz is that you don't really create a regilus by saying Mashavaruach, Meragoshem, without saying the first bracha of Shemana Esrei. Maybe when you also say the first bracha of Shemana Esrei, your regilus will make you say Meratal, or if you don't say Meratal, you just skip out Mashavaruach, because your regilus is such that when you say the first bracha, then when you start the second bracha, you don't say Mashavaruach. How could we build up by just saying Mashavaruach, or even if you say Mechai Meisim at Shia, but you didn't say the first bracha also, to build up Rogilus without saying the first bracha, we have no raya that you could do. That's all Rabbeinu Peretz means to ask. He's saying you don't have a raya to Sharmuid because here you have to build up a Rogilus, and in a Hanami, Sharmuid is a Rogilus, and over here also, you're trying to build a Regilus. The problem is, you're not doing a Regilus. You're not doing it the way that you've always been doing it. For the last six months, you've been saying the first bracha, and then you do not say Masha Ruach. So by you going and saying 90 times without actually davening, just starting by the second bracha, and not saying the first bracha, you never built up a Regilus that when you say the first bracha, you'll say Masha Ruach so it comes out a big chiddush because normally you understand that the second side of the achreinim is a big chiddush to say that sharmuot is nothing more than building up a regilus. But the Beis Yosef is saying that that's lekuliyama. They're not arguing. Everyone agrees that sharmuot is just building up a regilus. The stipel was saying that that's good for the machlekes, the Maram Rattenberg and the Rabbeinu parents. Is sharmuot regilus or echacha? The Beis Yosef is learning that lekuliyama is just building up a regilus. They're just arguing: Are you building up a regilus if you don't say the first bracha also? Now the Gemara continues. Tanra Abanim. This is Larishain Velehayu Leibanim. Lasheni Velehayu Leibanim. Lashlishi Leitenase El Lamisha Yesh Leibanim. This Lamisha Ein Leibanim. Teitze Belaiksuba. The Brisa says if a lady is married twice, each time for ten years, and she does not have children, she should not get married to a third person. Taisus points out that this Brisa is going like Rebbe that two times is a Chazaka. 
And the the Bryson continues that if she marries a third person, then she goes out without a ksuva. So Tysus is Medayik, that it sounds like from this Bryson that only from the third person you don't get a ksuva. But it sounds like from the second person you do get a ksuva. Since the Bryson only says, this is Lashlishi, you have a right to be Medayik, that from the second person you do get a ksuva. Tysus asks, if we're going according to Rabbi, like it's Muchach, from this that we don't let her marry a third person. So according to Rabbi, that a Chazak is too, why is Allah that you get a Ksuba from the second one? Why can't the second husband say, when he's coming to divorce her, I mean, she already went through two times of a 10-year span without having children, so you're a Huchzik not to have children, so I don't have to give you a Ksuba. Just like the third person doesn't have to give you a Ksuba because we know that it's your fault, so to the second person, the second husband shouldn't have to give a ksuba because he has a proof, he has a chazaka, that it's because of her that we don't have children. And Tysus answers a tremendous yisoyed, Even Rabbi that holds chazaka is two, that's all been a gay iser. When it comes to mamayin, then you need three, like you see by Sharamuid. Shamuah Dalacha is the Psukim say that you need three times. So how does Rabbi stim with the Psukim? Rabbi holds Chazak is two. The Psukim say that for Sharamuah you need three. So obviously Rabbi holds that Mamanais is different. And even Rabbi that holds usually Chazak is two, by Mamanais Chazak is three. Therefore, when it comes to marrying the third one, we don't let you get married. Because Chazak is two. Legabe Isser, and marriage is an issue of Isser. Therefore, if you come to Bezdin, we'll tell the husband not to marry this lady. She shouldn't get married. She's already hulzik, that she's not able to have children. But when it comes to the issue of the second one paying the ksuba, that's a Shiloh of Dine Mamanus. And there we say that Chazaka needs three. Since she only didn't have children ten years twice, she didn't go through three ten-year periods. Therefore, the second one would have to give the ksuba. That's Shita's Taisvis. And the Ramban argues. The Ramban says, we don't really have a raya from the fact that it says, L'shlishi, L'tinasei, V'nisis, Taisvili ksuba. We don't really have a right to be Medayik, that from the second one you get a ksuba. Which was Taisvis' whole makar to make this dick. From the fact that the Brisa says the third one doesn't have a ksuba, sounds like the second one does have a ksuba. The Ramban argues. The Ramban says the reason why we picked the third one is because there's a big difference between the third marriage and the second marriage. By the third marriage, the Allah is even if you didn't go through a 10-year span of not having children, like we're going to soon see when we explain the Sefer of the Brisa. Since there's a special Allah that by the third marriage, she doesn't get a ksuba even right away, therefore, that's why we picked the third one to say that it tastes like Suba from the third one. Because by the third marriage, you don't get a Ksuba even if he divorces you right away. However, if by the second marriage he waited 10 years and now he's coming to divorce you, he wouldn't have to give a Ksuba. Because since, according to Rabbi, Chazak is two, we don't say Taisus's tremendous Chiddush that even Rabbi agrees that Legabi Mamanais. You need three for chazaka. Rather, according to Rabbi, we always say that two is a chazaka, and therefore, even the second one would not have to give a ksuba. So we have a machlaikis, Taisus, and the Ramban, if legabi mamanais, according to Rabbi, two is a chazaka or not, which would be enough, meaning if the second husband has to give a ksuba.
Now this Ramban's Dichoy on Taisus' Diak, that he's saying the reason why we picked the third one is because there's a nafkamina between the third marriage and the second marriage, Lagabe, if you have to wait 10 years, that really is totally in how do you learn the next part of the Brysa. The Brysa ends off that the third marriage is Taisus B'loi Ksuba. Taisus asks that Mustamon has to be talking about that you waited 10 years. Because if you didn't wait 10 years, then you don't have the chazaka that you need like Rabbi. We said that according to Rabbi, when it comes to Mominus, you need three. So if you need three, you'll have to have gone through three 10-year spans of not having children to be mulzik as not being able to have children, legabe Mominus, since Ksuba is a shail of Mominus. Therefore, the halacha of Tetzi Shalei Ksuba Lechayra should only be if the third marriage had a 10-year span of not having children. On that, Taisus asks that the Gemara later on has a whole Shiloh if the man in the third marriage is able to say, If after she marries a fourth person and she has children, the Gemara says maybe the third person could say, That I never divorced you with this knowledge that you're able to have children. So Taisus asks, if we're talking about a case that he was married 10 years to this lady in the third marriage, and that's the case of Tesish Lebik Suba, so it doesn't make sense to say, because he never went to do the Gerishin. He was forced to do the Gerishin. The halacha is, we had the Mishnah earlier, that if someone's married for 10 years without children, the Abanan said, you have to get divorced. So you can't say, oh, I never would have divorced you. It's nothing to do with you. Even if you wouldn't have divorced her, the halach is the Rabbanan said you have to get divorced. Since you have to go on divorce, we're never going to be able to say, oh, I never would have done the Gerishin in this case, because the Gerishin is not really being done with your Das and your Ratzin. Rather, the Rabbanan said you have to get divorced. So from the Gemara saying, is a raya that we're not talking about a case that you're married for 10 years. Because if you're married for 10 years without children, then you have to get divorced even without your Das. So the whole Svar of Dati Dahachi, Legerashtich, wouldn't apply. So rather, Taisvis says that he wants to learn the Bryson. This is how Taisvis comes out Lamaskana, and this is how a lot of Rishonim learn. And the Geyaos, this is how the Ramban, that we previously mentioned, learns. They learn that we're talking about a case that he was Lehikerba. He did not realize that he was marrying a Isha that's incapable of having children. He never knew that there was already a 20 year span that you didn't have children. Since he wasn't Hikirba, therefore, it's a Tayas. And that's why we're not really using the Chazaka of Mominus to say that since three times she didn't have children, therefore, she's incapable of having children, and that's why Tayshishlebiksuba. Rather, she's not getting Iksuba because it's a Tayas. He didn't realize who he was marrying. Now, the Tayshishishanim argues, Tayshishishanim says that. Of course, we're talking about that you're married 10 years in the third marriage. I, Taizat Akasha, how could you say, On that, the Taizat Shonim says like this. He says, Which means, if I would have known, if Elio and would have told me that this lady is capable of having children, then I never would have divorced her. So, I was married 10 years, and the Allah is that after 10 years, Bezdin makes me divorce her. But if we would have known that she's going to be 
able to have children, then Bezdin would have never have forced me to divorce her. The only reason Bezdin forces to divorce is because they have a right to assume that she's not capable of having children since she didn't have children in 10 years. But if we would have known the truth, that she is capable of having children, then Bezdin would have never forced me to divorce her. So when he's saying, what he's in essence saying is that Bezdin made a mistake. Bezdin didn't realize that she's capable of having children. Since Bezdin made a mistake and they forced me with the toys, I want to retract my garrison, which was all done under a false pretense that Bezdin was assuming that she's not able to have children. But now that we realize that we made a mistake, I want to be chayzer on the garrison, which I didn't really do with my own rotsin. Bezin made me do it. But since Bezin made a mistake, they didn't realize the truth, that she is capable of having children. Therefore, I want to be chayzer my garrison. Therefore, it does apply the svara of Adaiti Dahaki Legarashtich, even in a case of Nisus Eser Shanim. So, because we have a machlaik is Tyson and the Tyson Yashanim, if the case of Nisus Lashlishi, Tayse Belaik Suba, is talking about Miyad or Laachar Eser Shanim. Now, this is, this is very Negea, the machlaik is Tyson and the Ramban before, because Tyson made a diak. Since we're talking about this is Lishlishi, Taitse Suba. So it sounds like from the Shani you have a Ksuba. To say this, Taisus had to say a tremendous Chiddush, that according to Rabbi, Legabi Mamanis, Chazak is three. On that, the Ramban said, you don't have a Raya to say such an amazing Chiddush, that Rabbi agrees that Legabi Mamanis, Chazak is three. Rather, I'll get out of the dick. I'll say the reason why we say that this is Lashlishi, Taitse Shlebi Ksuba, and we don't say Shani is Belay Ksuba, is because by Shlishi you don't have to wait 10 years, and by Shani you do have to wait 10 years. Now that's all good if you learn like Taisvis, that the case of the Sefer of the Brisa, that by Shlishi there's no Ksuba, is talking about Lai Hikirba, and the reason there's no Ksuba is because it's a Mechach Tais. But if you learn like the Taisvis Yashanim, that even the third marriage was a Hikirba, and the entire reason of Tetzei Shalei is because they were married 10 years without children, then it turns out that even the th- third marriage was also 10 years. So there's no reason to pick that the third marriage of Tetzei Shalei more than the second marriage. So then Tetzei has a Gadiak. Why is it only Shlishis Tetzei Shalei and not the Sheni? Must be the Sheni has a Ksuba. Must be that for Chazak of Mominus, you need three. So the entire Diak of Tetzei's is Muchach, according to the Taisis Yishanim. The only ability of the Ramban to get out of Taisis' Diak is the way he learned the Gemara, which happens to be the way that Taisis also learned the Gemara, that by Shlishis, we're talking about Lahir Kirba, therefore it's Mechach Taiz, therefore you don't need Eser Shanim. So then we are able to say that the reason why we picked the case of Shlishis as Belaik Suba is because it's a case of Miyad and you don't have to wait 10 years. So it turns out that according to the Taisus Yashanim, Taisus' halacha is muchach, that according to Rabbi, a chazak of Mominus needs three. However, if you learn like Taisus, that the case is Lahikirba, then there's mocking to say like the Ramban, that there's no raya, that according to Rabbi, Chazaka of Mominus needs three. The Gemara continues, Yibayilahu, Nisus Lashlishi, V'loi hayu labanim, Ma'od ilatfu ahanach kamay, the Gemara Shaila is like this. The first two husbands had to give a ksuba, like the Gemara explained before, that there's no proof that it's her fault that she doesn't have children. Maybe it's his fault. Therefore, they have to give a ksuba. But let's say she married a third person, and for 10 years she didn't have children. 
So now she's Bechezka's incapable of having children. So why can't the first two husbands come to her and say they want their money back? Because he milsa the atu the garamt. The other side of the Gemara is that she could say that hashtahu dechashi, that really for the first 20 years when she was married to these two husbands, she was capable of having children. And only now she lost her power to have children. Now she became too weak to have children. But it's not a raya that at the time she was married to these two bailim, we have no raya that she was incapable of having children. And the Gemara comes out, She has a right to say, I only became weak and lost my kayach of having children now, and therefore you do not get your money back. Now all the Rishonim ask the obvious question. If we're saying now that the first two husbands cannot get their money back, because since there's a svar of hashtu dechashi, we still don't know that it's her fault, maybe it's his fault. And even though she hasn't had children for 30 years, maybe it's a recent development that she became weak. But really, at the time they were married, maybe she was capable of having children. Therefore, they do not get the ksuba back. If we say that svara, why don't we say that she could get a ksuba from the third husband? Because even though she hasn't had a child in 30 years, why don't we say that hashtu dechashi? It's really his fault. She's really capable of having children. It's a recent development that she's unable to have, to have children because she became weak. But why don't we say that she could get exuber from the third husband also? So Taisus answers, So Taisus says that this is a very shvach svara. It's not a clear svara that will say that even though she hasn't had children in 30 years, it's not a raya that she's totally incapable of having children. Maybe she really was capable. And it's a recent development that she became weak. But we don't have a raya that she was always incapable. Taisva says that's a very shvach svara. It only could help to retain money. That if someone's trying to be mighty from someone else, we'll say, you don't have a right to be mighty without a good raya. Because even though you think you have a raya from the fact that she didn't have children in 30 years, you think is a raya that she's hukzak not to be able to have children. And that we say, no, maybe she really was capable and hashtahu dechashi. That's all in regards to the husbands being mighty from her, the money that they already gave her. Therefore, they can't get the money back. But when she's trying to be mighty money from the third husband, we'll say the same thing. We'll say, if you're trying to be mighty money, you need a raya. And since you don't have a good raya, because hashu dechashi is not a good svara, it's just an idea that you don't have a proof that you're incapable, but it's definitely not a proof that you are capable. And since misvara, it seems to us that you're incapable of having children, because for 30 years, for three stints of 10 years, you haven't had children. So seemingly it seems to us that you're not capable of having children. Hashu dechashi is not going to allow her to be mighty money, even though... We are using that svara that they can't be mighty from her the money that they gave her. That's Taisus Hashita that Hashdu Dechashi is just a suffolk. There's another tarot to this question in the Ritva. The Ritva says the difference between the first two marriages and the third is that the third one was Shaloi Beratzin Chachamim because since she was already married twice and we're going like Rabbi that once you're married twice you're Becheskas incapable of having children so she should not have got married again. So that marriage was Shaloi Beratzin Chachamim, therefore she does not get Aksuba. Mashenkin, the region and Shemi, that were done Behatter, therefore she does get her Aksuba. And the Ritva adds on that he's been Chaluk Lahalacha on Taisvis. He says that since the first two marriages were done Behatter, 
Therefore, even in a case where the first and second husband did not pay off the Ksuba yet, so the Isha is trying to be Maitzi the Mamain, still will say that he could be Maitzi the Mamain with the Svar of Hashtu the Chashi. That since we do not have a full-fledged proof that she's incapable of having children, because maybe Hashtu the Chashi, therefore she could be Maitzi Mamain. Now this Ritva is very hard to understand, because the Chayra Taisis is right. Hashtu the Chashi is nothing more than a suffix. And the should be that to be Maitzi Mamain you need a full Raya, and Hashdu the Chashi is just going to create a suffix, but how could you use such a svara to be Maitzi Mamun? So the Beis Shmuel in Ebene Ezer, Simen Kufnan Dalid, Sifkotan Lamed Dalid, he brings a Mardachai that says the same halacha as the Ritva, that you could use Hashdu the Chashi to be Maitzi Mamun, but he adds on one line, and that is that we pass in Shtaro Eimid Ligvais Kigavidami, that when you're holding a Ksuba, so there. Since you have the Ksuba, which is a star, which is Oymid to be Govoy, you have a right with this star to collect the money, so therefore we consider you a Muxik and you're not a Maitzi. So Taisvitz was saying that it's only a suffix, you can't be Maitzi Mamain. On that, the Ritva and the Mordechai are saying that you have a Svar of Hashtu Dechashi, so you don't have a Chazaka saying that you're incapable of having children. Therefore, you could get the money because you're not considered a mighty. Because since Shtar therefore you could take the Ksuba and take the money from the first two husbands, even though they didn't pay you yet, because you're not considered a mighty, rather you're a Muxik. So there's two Terutzim to Taisus's question, and they're really not arguing, except for a side issue do we say Shtar Everyone agrees that Hashu Dechashi is nothing more than a suffix. And the Allah is, you can't be mighty. Taisa says, therefore, you cannot get the money from the first and second husbands if they didn't pay you yet. But if they paid you, the first and second husband will not be able to get the money back. However, the Ritva holds, since we have a Svarashtama, therefore, even with the Suffolk, you could be mighty the Mamain, because you're not really being mighty, rather you're being Mazik. Now, there's a tremendous question from our Bukhanan. In Kaivitz Aris, in the Haisafais, in the back of the Sefer, in Ice Bays, he asked a fundamental question on the entire Sugya. How could we say Hashdu Dikhashi? We know there's a Musik of Chazaka in the Torah. We just had on Samachtal and Mabez a whole list of Chazakas that three times is a Raya to what type of person you are. If someone does something three times, we see the person's tendencies. So over here, if we see that three marriages, she hasn't had children for 10 years each, so we know that she's incapable of having children. Why do we say, oh, maybe it's not a raya that you're incapable of having children, maybe hashdu dechashi. Rebbe asks, that's against the idea of chazakas as we know it. Chazakas always say that it's not likely that there were three mikras that randomly, she didn't have children even though she's capable. It happened once, it happened twice, it happened a third time. And we'll say, nah, doesn't not arrive that she's incapable of having children. Maybe she is capable. And just three mikras happened. Three random occurrences happened that she didn't have children. But really, she was capable and has to the chashi. This is against the idea of chazakas. And he adds on that even though we mentioned before, if the chazaka of Shar and Vestas is that a proof that you're the type of person that has the tendency, or are you building up a teva by doing it three times? You're building up your nature to do such and such a thing. Rabbi Khanan says that all applies by Vestas and by Negichas. We could say that you're building up a tendency and it will not be a Raya Lema Freya that this was always your tendency. 
But in our sugya, that we're dealing with the issue of a lady being incapable of having a child. There's no svarah to say that since she did it three times, now she became a person that's incapable of having a child. So obviously what the Chazaka is going to tell us is that this lady is a lady that is muhach to us today, is incapable of having children, and was always incapable of having children. Like all Chazakas that are a hechacha to what type of lady we're dealing with. So how could we say that it's only working mikan that we're only saying she's incapable from now on, and maybe she was capable yesterday in the first two marriages to have children? That's Rabbi Khan's question, and he does not have an answer. The stipler in Kilis Yaakov Nida Simen says two terutz into this question. He says that even though Chazaka is a Hechachalam Afreya, it's a proof to us what type of lady we're dealing with, but it's not going to be better than a Raiv. And it can't be Maji Maman. That means Enechanami, we proved beyond the shadow of a doubt this lady is not capable of having children, and she was never capable of having children. Because Chazaka says it's a bearer, it's a proof that she was always incapable of having children. But you want to use the Chazaka to be mighty Maman. That you can't do. Just like Lamashal we find by Raif. Raif is a bearer. Beyond the shadow of a doubt, Raif tells us we know the Matthias. But Raif is not mighty Maman. Ain't halchem a Maman achar Raif. So just like you can't use the bearer of Raif to be mighty Maman, so too you cannot use the bearer of Chazaka, even though it's a bearer of to be mighty Maman. Now it's important to point out that when something's muzik three times, we do use that to be mighty mamain mikan laba. The marshal by ashar. After ashar is nageach three times, we say it's a hugzik nachan. And after star is nageach a fourth time, you can be mighty from the Bible nazik shalom. We don't say that maybe it's not really a nachan and it's just a mikra. Rather, we say we know for a fact that you're hugzik nachan, therefore you have to pay nazik shalom. Ah, you're being mighty mamun, and the stipler said you can't use a chazaka to be mighty mamun. The answer is, the stipler clearly says this. This whole halacha that he's saying, that chazaka is not going to be stronger than a raiv, and you can't use it to be mighty mamun, is all in regards to the haychacha lemafreya that you're using the chazaka for. If you want to say that this chazaka is a proof that retroactively we know for a fact that you were always in Akin, so we say we don't have a good enough proof to be mighty mama in retroactively. But Mikan Laba, since you established as a Nachan, so now we could use that in a full-fledged manner. And we could say, since you're a full-fledged Nachan today, we know beyond a shadow of the doubt that you did it three times, we know you're a Nachan, therefore you could be mighty mama. Only in regards to using a Chazaka as a burial of Freya. Then we say it's not going to be a strong enough burial to be mighty mama. That's one terrace of the stipler. He also answers that this case is really different than all the cases in Shas. In this case, we're dealing with a lady, and we want to know when did she become incapable of having children. On that, there's a svara, since every lady reaches a age that she can't have children, so therefore, this that she can't have children today is nothing more than a Isha, even if she was capable, reaching the state that she can't have children anymore. And therefore, the disciple says, just like we always say that when someone does something twice, it's only a mikra. We don't make a chazaka until you have three times. So too over here, we'll say the first marriage and the second marriage, that she was married ten years each and she didn't have children, is only a mikra. Aye, it happened a third time and usually we don't like saying three mikras. 
No one asked you to say three mikras. Say there were two mikras, that you didn't have children in the first two marriages. This, that she doesn't have children in the third marriage. It's not a mikra. It's a normal thing. The whole point of a mikra, the whole yisai that we say, we don't like to say three mikras, is that we don't like to say three things against the nature of a person. That means a normal person has children. So she didn't have children for 10 years. So we're not going to say that she's incapable of having children. We'd rather say she's a regular lady and she had a, a mikra, a one-time thing that she went against the nature of normal people. And even when she does it a second time, we say it's a mikra. It's against the nature of normal people. When she does it a third time, then we're forced to say that this is her nature. But if the third time, when she stopped having children, she's doing nothing more than doing what is the nature of normal people, to not have children, then we'll say, that's not a mikra, that's a normal thing to happen, to not be able to have children after 30 years of marriage. So we have no proof to say that the first two were mikras. So, Enochanam, the disciple says, a regular chazaka three times is a proof l'mafreya, and you could use it to be mighty mammon. Chazaka l'mafreya is better than a roif. It's a proof beyond the shadow of a doubt. In our sugya, the chazaka can never do that, because the chazaka is not really a good chazaka, because the whole side of chazaka is, we don't want to say three mikras, and over here you're not having to say three mikras. Leave the first two as a mikra, and say that the third one is nothing more than the isha reaching a stage of life that she's not capable of having children. Those are the two terutzim of the stifle to Rabbi Hanan's question. The Gemara continues after the two dats. Hu amamino, vihi amramine. The husband and wife are arguing whose fault is it that there's no children here. Amrav ami, dvarim shebeinoi leveino nemenes. She's believed because she's kaimala, biyarikichet. She knows the Messiah is better that he's not capable of having children. So the Rishayim will ask the obvious question, what exactly is the tzir? If they were already married 10 years, so why do we need her to say that he's not Yerikachetz? We have a Mishnah, that if someone's married for 10 years and they don't have children, Yerikachetz thinks suba, so she'll get a suba anyway. Why do we need her nemanas in this that he's not Yerikachetz? So Elamai we're talking about, that you were not Shoyud. But if you weren't Shoyud Shanim, so Taisvis asks, and all the Rishonim have a similar question, there's a Gemara that any time an Isha says that he's not capable of having children, we're always worried. We're always worried since we have no way to verify this. Maybe she just wants to marry someone else. Therefore, she's making up the story that I'll have to give her a ksuba and she'll marry someone else. So if he's married 10 years without children, she's getting a ksuba anyway. And if she's not married 10 years, then she's not believed to say that he's not Yerik there are many pshatim in the Rishonim, Rabban Yafin, in the Kuk Ritva, number 128, brings down 12 pshatim. We can't really go through all of them. We'll just deal with Taisvis. Taisvis brings down the Teretz from the Rivam. He says that the Rivam learns the Gemara that we're talking about that she was married to a third husband. She's already been married to two husbands, 10 years each, and she has not had any children. Now she marries a third person. And the halacha usually is that when this is legimol, she loses her ksuba. On that we say a chiddush over here. That if she says, mine, if she says she's a bari, she's confident that it's his fault, that he's not yerikachet, she won't lose ksuba. Even though usually the shlishis loses ksuba, over here you don't lose ksuba because she's nemenes to say that he's not yerikachet. The Rivam explains that the whole point of a shlishis not getting ksuba 
we said over from Taisis before, is because of Mekach Tais. Since he didn't know, he was unaware that she had been married for 20 years without children, which is a chazaka legabe yisurim, because we're going like Rabbi, that twice is a chazaka. Therefore, there was a Mekach Tais happening. He was unaware of the type of lady he's marrying. Therefore, he does not have to give her a ksuba. On that we say that if she says, I'm confident that he's not Yerik Echetz, he's not capable of having children, so he's not really losing out by marrying someone that's not capable of having children. The whole point of the Mekach Tais is, he wants to have children, so therefore he wants to marry someone who's capable of having children. But when she says that he's not capable of having children, so then I'm totally appropriate for him. A person that can't have children, there's nothing wrong, he's not losing out anything by marrying someone that's incapable of having children. So therefore she does get a ksuba. That's what the Rivam says. The Ritva argues. The Ritva says if we're going to give her an amanas to say that it's his fault that we don't have children and therefore there's no makakhtayiz im kein avsadita the taikanta der abanan. So you're going to give her such an amanas you're going to lose out the taikanta der abanan. Now it's very hard to understand the Ritva's question. We're dealing with a makakhtayiz. There's no taikanta der abanan at all. All that happened is the Rabbanan said, since he's a Mekach Tais, he was unaware of the type of lady he's marrying, therefore she doesn't get a ksuba. What does the Ritva mean that Afsadatel letekanta the Rabbanan? The answer is that if you look at the Ritva, when he quotes Taisus' chapter before, that by Nisr's Lashlishi, it's a ksuba, because the Mekach Tais, he sticks in that since it's a Mekach Tais, therefore we cancel her that she doesn't get a ksuba. Which needs beer. If it's a Mekach Tayyaz, what's the Indian of Knas? So it's clear that the Ritva held there's not a strong enough Mekach Tayyaz in a case of a Lahikirba that she was not capable of having children. That's not a strong enough Mekach Tayyaz to get your money back, to say that you don't have to give a Ksuba. This halacha, that you don't have to give a Ksuba, in a case of Lahikirba, is together with the fact that it was Nisus, Shalai Behater, therefore the Rabbana made a Knas. If so, we can understand the Ritva simply. The Ritva is saying, since the Rabbanan sat down and made a Takana, they specifically sat down and dealt with the Isha that's getting married for a third time by Elay Hikriba, and they made a Knas, that the husband does not have to give a Ksuba to this Isha because we want to cancer this lady because she got married by Isra. That's why we say that she doesn't get a Ksuba. Since there's a Knas going on, we're not going to allow... Heard to say that I know I'm bar that he's not Yerik Echetz. The Rivam said that, that by saying that Taina, she's making it not anymore a Mekach and therefore she will get a Ksuba. On that, the Ritva asks, This is the case that the Rabbanon sat down and made a Knas. They said that since she got married to Esther, she does not get her Ksuba. So how could the Rivam say over here that she could say I'm bari, that he's not Yerik Echetz, and get a Ksuba? Now, the Rivam would tell you, that he holds there's no knas going on in our sugya. And this that we said earlier, that this is l'shlishi, is teitzei b'loi is without any knas. Simply since he was a lay hikirba, there's a mekach teiz going on, therefore she doesn't get a ksuba. So you can't ask that if we give her nemanis of sadta l'tekanta derabadan, because there's no takana going on. All it is is a regular mekach teiz, and therefore since she's saying there's no mekach teiz, because I know, I'm bari, that he's... Not Yerikechetz, therefore she makes it Ois Mechachetz, and therefore she will get her Ksuba. Now we'll continue on with the Mishnah on Amma Base. The Mishnah says that Ish Mitzuba Purvi Ribio, Avaloya Isha, Tanakama Val Mishnah holds that Nashim do not have the Mitzvah Puravu. 
So we have here a machleik is tanayim if nashim have a mitzvah pruravu. The rishonim and kedushin have a kasha. The gemara over there says and dafemal from an aleph that when an isha accepts kedushin, we'd rather if she accepted it herself without a shliach because mitzvah ba yaisimim b'shlucha. It's better to do a mitzvah yourself without a shliach. So therefore, it's preferred that she herself receives the kedushin. The Rishonim asks, the Tanakama in Yevomis of Samachem Abay says, there's no mitzvah on the Isha Apuravu. So if there's no mitzvah in her marriage, why do we say that we prefer that she does the mitzvah herself? It's not a mitzvah. Bishlema, he, the Ish, has a mitzvah Apuravu. Therefore, we say, in regards to the man, mitzvah boy Yesim Bishluchai. But in regards to her, that we're saying she does not have a mitzvah Apuravu. So what exactly is the mitzvah? And we're saying, Mitzvah Ba, Yaisim Vashlucha. So the Ran and Kedushin on that sugya says that Enachanami, she does not really have a Mitzvah approval, but since she's being Misayaya, the husband, and enabling him to do Puravu, even such a level of Mitzvah has the halacha of Mitzvah Ba, Yaisim Vashlucha, which is a tremendous Chiddush, because one could understand that a Mitzvah, a full-fledged mitzvah, on that we say we'd rather you do it in Anashliach. But if it's only a siyua, helping someone else do a mitzvah, one would have said the halacha of mitzvah by Yosem does not apply. The Ran saying that this Isha does not really have the mitzvah. All she's doing is enabling her husband to do the mitzvah. And even in such a mitzvah, we say mitzvah by Yosem The Hamakna over there has a few other terutzim. One of his terutzim is a tremendous eye-opening chiddish in regards to a Nashim getting married, he says that just like we find the Gabe Shechita, there's no mitzvah to go around shechting animals. However, if you want to eat baser, it's aser to eat treif. Therefore, it is a mitzvah for you when you want to eat baser to shecht an animal. So there's no pasig really in the Torah that says that a person should shecht. But since the Torah's mechai view that when you want to eat baser, you can't eat baser in a velo and you have to shecht, that alone is considered a mitzvah. Like we find, you can make a bracha on shechita. You can say, Asher Because since the Torah is mechaiv you to shecht when you want to eat, that's considered a mitzvah. So here also, Enachanami, we hold like the Tanakhama and Yevamas, there's no mitzvah on a to get married. But there is definitely an iser for a isha to live with someone without a marriage. There's an iser of like, she can't just do znus without having a kedushin. So if she wants to live with someone, she has to have Kedushin, not to have the Isra of Lysia Kedusha. That alone, that the Torah is mechaiv you to do something, to stay away from an Isra, is considered a mitzvah. And just like we find by Shechita that you can make a bracha on that, so too, Lagabe marriage will say that it applies to Allah of mitzvah ba, yaisim v'shlucha. Because Enoch and Ami, she doesn't have the mitzvah per se of marriage, but she ends up having the tzivah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to do it. Because if she doesn't do it, she's going to be over and over. That alone is considered a mitzvah, and it would apply the halacha of mitzvah ba yaisim b'shlucha. The Gemara further on in the Amud says, "Amr Abeloi Mishumer Belazer Berb Shimon Mutelai LaAdam Lashana Yisbidva Shalom." A person could lie when there's shalom at stake. Shenemar Avichot Tziva VeGaimer Kaisaymil Yosef Anasana VeGaimer. We see that Yosef's brothers made up a story. They said that Yaakov Avinu was mitzavah them. 
to ask Yosef to treat them fairly, and Yaakov Avinu was never chayshid Yosef that he would act improperly to his brothers. But they made it up for Shalom. So you see that he could lie for Shalom. It's a very interesting Aruchanar over here. He asked three questions. He asked, if there's a pulsing the title of Midvar Sheker Tirchok, that you're not allowed to lie, what type of heter is this that for Shalom you're allowed to be over and over? He also asks, why did Rabbi Loi use the Lashen Mutal Lashanais B'Fein Shalom? Why doesn't he say Mutal Lashakir B'Fein Shalom? We have an issue over here that you're not allowed to lie, and we're saying a heter that you're allowed to lie B'Makim Shalom. Why did he switch the Lashen to a Lashen of Lashanis? He also asks, why in the Psukim did the brothers send a shliach to Yosef? Why didn't they come themselves? So he says a beautiful answer. He says you are not allowed to lie for Shalom. There's no heter ever to say a sheker when there's Shalom at stake. All that you're allowed to do is be mashana. Like he asked, there's no heterim of Shalom on Psukim in the Torah. All that we're doing is saying, and that's why we use the Lashon of Lashanais, all we're doing is saying, Rabbi Loi is Mechadish, you're allowed to be Mishana. You're allowed to switch around the truth, which he explains means, you're allowed to say something which has two ways to be understood. That you're allowed to do when there's Shalom at stake. And that's why they sent Shluchim. Because their trick was like this. They said to him, Avichot Sivo, he gave us commandments, Lamar, our father sat down with us and told us certain things. What they are is not negate this conversation. Because even though it's going to sound like we're saying over from our father, we're really not. So the first sentence was, our father gave us Sivuyim. The next passage was, Kaisaimru, that this is what we should say. And they said over, you should be nice to the brothers. They sent Shluchim, because then the Shluchim could say, Kaisaimru, that the brothers told us this is what we should say. So they did it in a way that the Shluchim were making it sound like the Kaisaimru was coming from Avichat Siva, it's coming from Yaakov Avinu, but really the Kaisaimru was saying of what the brothers told us to say. Kaisaimru, this is what you should say. So that's why they sent Shluchim, so they could be able to do this trick, that it should sound like it's coming, that this Siva is coming from Yaakov Avinu, but really the Siva is coming from them. So the Erechlaner says that Avad, it's also to Meshachar, even when the Shalom at stake, all you'll have to do is be Meshachar, and that's why your Beloy used the Lashon of Shinoi. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.